at the very least, if you're going to give me unsolicited advice, have some sort of background or knowledge or experience in the field. When you come in here with an ignorant opinion that's based on literally... Welcome back to another episode of the Millennial Girls Podcast. I'm Raquel and... And I'm Natasha. Oh, there is a delay, but it's okay. We're working with some great internet today, guys. It's it's fine. You know, if you listened to last week's episode, you heard Natasha just move. So we're just trying to get everything all situated, but we cannot start this episode without shouting out our amazing sponsor, Dezo. You can check them out at drinkdezo.com. Uh, all natural super fruit water that's perfect for summer. Natasha, I feel like we've been talking about how you know, perfect Dezo is for summer pool parties. And now that it's June, we're finally in summer. So now they really have to go buy their Dezo. Uh, yeah, duh. It's time. Do it now. Drinkdezo.com. That's all you need to know. Drinkdezo.com. <laughs> they have amazing flavors. They don't hurt your stomach. Gluten-free vodka. You won't feel so bad when you're hungover the next day after doing your pool party <laughs> shenanigans. Anyway, Enough of Dezo. We have to bring in our amazing, our very amazing guest today. And I'm excited because he's worked in sports. He works in sports, was a commentator for ESPN. And we have some interesting topics to talk about. We might get a little feisty today, but it's okay. It's worth it. Yeah, it's it's one of those episodes again. So actually, I have the guest with me now, if you're watching on YouTube, Amin Al-Hassan of Metal Arc Media, Dan Lebitard's new company in Miami, and SiriusXM. And he's also co-host of the Cinephobe podcast. I feel like he has 10,000 other things going on because like we he knows all do. We, we all get it. Yeah, we all are doing the podcasting and we've all been doing media. So welcome to Millennial Girls Podcast. Thanks Woo! for having me. I was just wondering, is there any Dezo any samples? That <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Have? I know. You know what? Do, if you want one, I can crack with you on right now. Do you want one? I mean, I'm going to get him one right now. I'm, oh, all we're about, gonna... <laughs> I'm all about sponsor sponsor service. Let's do it. Right? Do it. I always like I to make sure that. the sponsors Let's are happy. Let's go. Feel like their, their products are being properly promoted. Here you go. I've never had it. one of these before. This is a, I've seen you guys a real reaction. <laughs> so look at this. This is so. This is video, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gluten-free vodka, coconut water, acai berry, Himalayan sea salt, and carbonation. There it is. No weird ingredients, right? <laughs> this is a right? reaction video. Put it next to the mic so everyone can hear you crack it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we love that. So it's super natural. I mean, I don't know if you're like into really sweet stuff, but it's they're not like super sweet. They just, it tastes like coconut water. Watch, take a sip. It literally tastes like coconut water, but it has alcohol in it. Oh, <laughs> It's carbonated coconut water <laughs> with a hint, just a hint of vodka taste in there, just that to let is- you know it's there. <laughs> just to let you know it's there. You know that TikTok that's like it. add a little spice, like that's this. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you for joining in with us. So basically, we were, you know, I post a lot of rants on Instagram. <laughs> if you don't follow me personally, at Natasha Salahi. And I went on a rant one day because somebody came, uh, I was telling somebody that I had just met, like, oh, I started a podcast. I've been working on that for the last year, et cetera, et cetera. And then the immediate reaction is always like, 
I, well, I'll ask, do you listen to podcasts? And they always say, yeah, I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. And I'm like, okay, well, that's great. We all, most of us know Joe Rogan and that he has a podcast and, you know, he's been in the top 10 for years now. However, he's not the only podcast that exists out there in the world, people. Correct. You know, that's why we have Millennial Girls podcast. And of course, all the podcasts that Amin's working on, right? So um, I went on a rant basically saying that when people want to compare you to Joe Rogan, things are not, that's not a realistic comparison. And of course, Amin had to yeah. chime in because he's in the industry and he does it. And he was like, I feel more passionate about you than about this. He's like defending me and everything. So that's what we wanted to get into today. And I know Raquel, you wanted to chime in for a second on that too. I just don't <laughs> understand. Like I, I do understand, but <laughs> I'm never the person if someone was like, oh, I'm launching my new accounting firm. I'm not going to be like, oh, I have oh. some good ideas for you. I, I can barely count to 10. Like, there's no way I'm not going to be doing that. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how to run your business on a, an accounting firm when I'm like, oh, you know, I'm a host and uh, I'm learning Korean. And like, I, I'm, I have nothing in my wheelhouse that will help you of how to run your business. Maybe if you need some help with social media, but I find it so funny specifically with like <laughs> podcasting or anything of that nature, because it's the new in hip thing that everyone wants to bring in their two cents, one cent about how we should do a podcast. That's my favorite thing, which I just, I don't yeah. understand. The unsolicited <laughs> advice, right? Yeah, that's, that's the right. big thing. The big word here is unsolicited. I didn't ask for your help, <laughs> right. but at the very least, if you're going to give me unsolicited advice, have some sort of background or knowledge or experience in the field. When you come in here with an ignorant opinion that's based on literally the number one podcast right. in, the, in the world, right? that doesn't help anybody. It's like if I had a seven-year-old that I'm trying to teach basketball and I say, see how LeBron dunks the ball like that? Exactly. He's going to dunk it like LeBron. Right. What are exactly. you doing? Why aren't you LeBron? <laughs> like, because exactly. this kid's seven. That's why they're not LeBron. Like, yeah. Right. Like that's, that's literally so, okay. So basically the context behind the conversation that I had, it was like, oh yeah, I'm doing a podcast, whatever. And I started explaining how I'm working with a sponsor and how we're trying to get more sponsors and, you know, kind of the whole business behind it. Right. Yes. Cheers to that. We'll take a sip now. Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, the reaction was like, oh, aren't you supposed to be having fun? And it's like, wait, Yes. Oh, yeah. How did you get to that point? Oh, here she because goes. <laughs> feisty Raquel. How did you get to this point? Because here I she didn't goes. hear, I didn't even hear the whole story. Right. I just heard kind of because <laughs> you were at work and I of course was at home and I was like, right. Ridiculous. I'm like, right. That's how I felt. I'm like, why? <laughs> we're both doing it and we're both in the industry. I feel like someone listening to this who's not podcasting obviously if they've had a similar experience again unsolicited advice it's not helpful how did you get to the point did you say you weren't having fun you're not not having fun right I feel like now we're turning into a therapy session no okay. I literally never no I literally was not I was literally was not complaining I was literally just saying like oh I have like xyz things to do like I have this long to-do list that I need to get stuff done whatever and so I guess he was associating it with like oh, it's a chore. You're not having fun. And I was like, well, I didn't, uh, to be honest, I, there was no, well, I just ended the conversation there. Cause I was like, I don't even want to like waste my time, but no, it's true. Because when you start to explain, it's like, well, I mean, do, do they really even care? Who cares? But 
I mean, for me personally, it was like, no, of course, like the podcasting part, like when we actually get to do what we're doing in this moment, which is having this conversation, this is the fun part. Like this is when we get to laugh. This is when we Mm -hmm. get to meet new people doing the zoom thing and everything. But obviously all the business side of it, which yes, this podcast is a business people. Right. If you didn't know that, um, Justin alert, alert, (laughs) the business. Right. We are trying to start a brand and a business. That's like an ongoing thing. Like if anybody that's listening, I love how he keeps like sponsor, sponsor. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. It's like, if you look at other podcasts, like, yes, like the call her daddies or the skinny confidential or, you know, the morning toast and, you know, all those other ladies that are doing it or almost 30, like they've been doing it for Obviously, I know Caller Daddies is an exception, but the other ones have been doing it for six, seven years, Mm -hmm. or they were blogging before that, before they started doing the podcast. So that was built over 10 years. Like, this is something that Raquel and I just started one year ago. Like, we just did our one year anniversary. Like, it takes time to build business. And if you are anywhere near an entrepreneurial mind, you all know that you can either make or break a business within six to seven year mark. So, we're doing it. Like it's going to take some time, you know, and obviously like getting sponsors and everything, you don't just get a sponsor and get paid. Like, and I know like, you know, about sponsorships and I want to hear your opinion on this too. I mean, like when you get a sponsor, like there's work involved, it's having a client, you want to please your client. So right. what, let's see. I, I know you feel passionate about this cause you were messaging. So I want to hear <laughs> your side of the story. <laughs> well, I, for, I mean, first and foremost, I feel like any job that you do, there's always going to be parts that aren't fun. I don't care if you're Beyonce or someone who works at Six Flags or a lifeguard or anything in between. You're always going to have parts of your job that are really fun that you enjoy doing. And then there's parts that's just not fun. I don't want to do this. It's funny that we're recording this today. Um, The big sports story of the weekend was Naomi Osaka, the tennis player. Yes. Uh, She didn't want to do the press conferences at the French Open because she has social anxiety. She said right now she feels very triggered and it would aggravate it for her. And it was a big thing. And she ended up just pulling out on the whole tournament. But the idea is that I'm sure she loves playing tennis. It's her safe space. It's the place that makes her happy. Obviously, it's the place that makes her a lot of money. But she doesn't just get to show up, play tennis and go home. Yep, right. She's got to do the press availability. She's got to answer questions. Sometimes these questions are pointed questions especially if she's just lost why did you lose what went wrong all that also for all these events all these athletes are sponsored right they have sponsors from nike to head that makes a racket and all this stuff a lot of times when they have these big events these sponsors have meet and greets and they expect you to be Mm -hmm. there and like schmooze right that's part of how you earn your money it's not just wearing their stuff it's also being available to the sponsors that's probably stuff that she hates as well. So everyone, no matter what you do for a living, I feel like there's parts of your job that just suck. So the idea that someone said, why are you mad? You should, that's, that was the part that made me so angry. So what job in the world is 100% fun? Yeah. And everything what else he is cool. Do? There's no What did he do? Parts. What did this, this man <laughs> do? I love it. Oh my God. We're going to totally like burn this person now. The eyeballs that are really going um, on. Commercial real estate or something. I think something with real estate, like commercial real estate or something like that. So Okay. So real estate, I'm sure it's really fun when you see a great property. 
<laughs> right, right. Like there's there's parts of it I'm sure that are great. Yeah. I'm sure the parts where the contracts are this and that, and yeah. someone you got to get a, a notary, and the notary didn't show up. And a, you can't tell me he's having fun on those days. He right. hates his job. Everyone has those moments where you just hate your job. Yeah, it's all natural. Speaking all natural. <laughs> Dezo. I love this guy. <laughs> even, even at all, like, and it tastes great. <laughs> even at a dream job, you still have parts you hate. Because for me, when we were on radio, I was we were hosting our own shows and we were getting to interview all these cool DJs and going viral and doing all that. We still had moments where we were very angry and upset, and there was parts of the job that we didn't want to do. Yeah. Totally. What time was your shift? On on, on air? Radio, yeah. I was middays. But I yeah, well, I, I did morning show stuff too. So like I would so, start like six, yeah, six so a.m. Six morning shows are morning show and drive. You did drive time. Yeah. Okay, so those are two kind of really big yeah. uh, radio blocks. Let, let's take people behind the scenes, right? For mm-hmm. radio people, morning and then drive time because the idea is that. In the morning, I'm driving to work. I'm listening to Natasha. Yeah. In the afternoon, I'm driving home. I listen to Raquel. Right. Mm-hmm. That that's cool, except for the fact that you got to wake up. Yeah. <laughs> at super butt crack of dawn. Yeah. And then you, what? Like you're everyone's like, hey, we're getting off work at five. We're doing this. Like I'm working until yeah. past dinner time, and then yeah. after that, I don't feel like doing shit. Like I just my workday just ended, and so. Yeah. No matter how glamorous or fun people think these jobs are, and there are elements to them that are glamorous and fun. Totally. They all come with a cost that you have out of your life. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. That's, I mean, we've said it all the time. Like when Raquel and I both met, she was like, I thought Natasha hated me, but I was like, it was the crack of dawn. Like, we're not trying to make friends. Like, you know, and I know that sounds like, sorry, bitchy of me, whatever. But like in that, yeah, I mean, like you literally needed to have like a giant energy drink or coffee, whatever you need in the morning to like, just get through it. And even in those moments and in the podcast too, I talked about this two episodes ago is like, I was going through a really rough time in my personal life. And just because I'm going through the rough time doesn't mean that I'm going to bring that to my job. I'm going to show face. So same with on air, like you have a personality. Sometimes you might not be loving whatever it is that you're doing, or maybe there might be some drama at work. Maybe something didn't fall through that you were wanting to do. An interview got canceled. That was a big one, something like that. You're not going to be like wah, 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 on there. No, on no air one wants like, to hear that when they're driving in the car. This artist, <laughs> I can't believe he just canceled right. my interview. Like, I'm going to lose or my like job. My, or like, yeah, you had a fight with your boss or something. I don't know, whatever. Like, yeah. you're not going to say that. So That's how you in that really moment, your you're, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you better so, yeah, no, it while a, you can. <laughs> Yeah, of course. And that's the thing too, is like, even just aside from like what we're doing, like podcasting is a real thing. Like I think that since it's become really popular over, you know, the course of COVID and everyone wanting to start a podcast, whether they are in media or not, um, I think it's just not maybe taken seriously. And that's something too, that I feel like we should talk about is how you can actually like what, what are the possibilities with the podcast? You know, I feel like we need to expose that too, because we obviously know that side of things, but maybe people that are listening don't. And this is a real thing for us. Like, it's not just a joke. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like there's a no, difference I, too. There's there's definitely different levels of podcasting as well, which I think we can all agree with. When I explain to people that I have a podcast, I'm like, I came from a media background. I went to school for journalism. I worked for the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Like I worked in radio. I'm not just doing it for funsies. I'm doing it because this is potentially something that we want to grow into this major brand and da 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 da. But it's a different, we hold ourselves also to a higher standards if you're coming from media, which is something that I think we have also and I'm sure you as well have learned because we've been on other people's podcasts and just seeing how they operate and stuff. We're like, well, we come from radio. So the fact that you're even doing this and you have no idea how radio or media works, kudos to you. But a lot of the time they don't keep doing it, which is fine. It was a fun thing to do during the podcast. But again, now that we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel post-ish pandemic, we're still doing this and we're trying to, you know, keep, people interested i guess too yeah no absolutely i mean and that's that's a constant struggle like i'd be lying to you if i said i didn't watch the numbers i watched the numbers to try to figure out was it the guest was it the content mm-hmm. i don't know but we're trying to find that hit that formula so that not i shouldn't say formula because formula makes it seem like we're doing the same stuff over and over again you just want to know what are the things that resonate with people so that i can craft what we want to talk about in a way that is most accessible to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember you and I had a conversation about, um, oh man, well, it was about podcasting and about the uh, idea that if you have a conversation with someone that is off the record, right, bringing it on the record. Yeah. But mm. Because you have a background in this, you're like, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And that, I know that happens to me a lot where it's like, I'll have conversations with people where, I know they're telling me this because there's no camera on, there's no microphone on, they trust me as a person. Right. To turn around and just put it out on a podcast would be not only um, irresponsible, but also it goes counter kind of what you learn when you work in media, as opposed to if I was just a person like, I heard the da-da-da-da and so-and-so said so-and-so about me. And, you know, it's easy, but it's not happened to me last night. It just happened to me last night. I, yeah. And I, and I was going to so, say that happened with a guest that we had on that we didn't yeah. put the episode out at all. And that was very frustrating. Yeah. Because she said way too much. Night, and I was like, oh, <laughs> wait, I need this. I really need this. I'll tell you guys after. Yep. But anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm internally battling this all day. So we'll, and that and that's yeah i know and that's the thing it does translate even into the podcast so like sometimes we think that like the podcasting is a total free-for-all like free form you can say whatever you want but honestly depending on your guests sometimes people the privacy thing is still a thing and people want to hear it back or they don't feel comfortable with a moment of something that they said because they know that it's going to wreck their reputation for whatever it might be even there were other guests that we had on that we put out episodes and we did cut a couple things out too with those people because they were like oh i don't want this to be taken the wrong way um, yeah. So, so I'll give you guys a great example of this. There was a guest that I had on a podcast that did, <laughs> and he was best friends with one of the biggest basketball players in the world. I'm not going to say the name. And so we were like, you sure he's cool with you coming on? He's like, yeah, whatever. And, and we knew the guy. Oh, I'm already we like, oh, here frustrated. we go. We I'm already guy. like, we, okay. Right. So we knew this dude. He wasn't like a stranger. It was a guy that we kind of knew and had seen around. You go to the games, he's always there. And we're like, yo, you want to come on the podcast? Like, absolutely. When are we going to do it? Comes on, gives us great stories, everything. I'm talking about as soon as it was over, we got texts 
from the player with edits. You got to cut this out, cut that out, cut that out. The whole it episode. turns out the player was sitting right there. He never came on oh. the camera or on the mic, but he was monitoring the whole conversation. Oh, let it happen. Let it happen. And then after it was over, I'm talking about within minutes. Uh, at the 32 minute mark, he mentioned this. Can you take this story this out? This is literally what happened some to of us. It, yeah. yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah, no, then it ends up being like a 15 minute podcast. You're like, scratch that. What's the point? Yeah. That's literally like, and then like all the juice, like the stuff that's actually going to make your episode pop off. Right. Is all right. the stuff that you need that you had to take out. So there's no point. That's not the worst part. The worst part is <laughs> when you get stories that aren't, they don't really put the guy in a bad light. It's a funny story. It's a story that never been told before. Right. But it's like, it's harmless. Right. And they're like super anxious about harmless yeah. stories. And that, yeah. that, that's what happens. Like when people get editorial control, that's why a lot of times you don't want to give the interview subject editorial control. You say, hey, you want to come on the show? Are you ready? These are the questions we're going to be asking. Yeah. Be ready for it. And if you don't want your answers to be like, if you don't like your answers, then don't give that answer. Uh, I, you know, I don't know, like uh, DJ Vlad on Twitter. Mm. Yeah, okay. he does uh, yeah. DJ Vlad. So he does all these interviews and he's famous for like, he'll have interviews with these rappers and these athletes. And he'll ask them about things that happen in their life. And they'll tell a very like self-snitching story. Okay. And then he'll put it out. Yeah. And then it's crazy to me. People get mad at Vlad. He's like, oh, Vlad is the feds. Vlad, you just put out. I'm like, he asked a question. You, you're, you're free to say, I'm not going to answer that. Exactly. Or, or say, yes. it wasn't nothing or whatever. You gave that answer. How are you going to come back and have second thoughts? Right. So, yep. what, so what ended up happening for you guys then? Did you put the episode out or did you just make the edits? Because I feel like it's this very push and pull situation. We ended up not even being able to put out the episode. And I was, I thought my head was going to spin around in a full circle. Like Natasha was like, yeah, she was you're pissed. done. You're so done. Because my thing was I had talked to these people <laughs> and her team for a month a month before and was mm. like, this is the theme. Yeah. This is this. This is what we're doing. And to be quite honest, she's really not that important. So the fact that she even had this whole team. Oh, oh, here we go. Wow. I, like, I, it was just kind of, it, it was kind of like shooting themselves in the foot because one would say something, oh. the other would disagree, the other would disagree. That's what, it was like too much of uh, too many chefs in the kitchen. So I ended up being like, I'm right. done. We have a backup episode. You're not being featured. It's done. So, and Natasha was like, you need to go like turn off your phone and you're done for the night. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, literally, she was it, so pissed about it. I was like, I'm done. I'm over it. Like, yeah, it was just, it was because I knew full day. I knew I knew the minute that she's specifically this is specific to the one that we're talking about. But I knew the minute that she opened her mouth about a specific person who could really have their reputation turned. And that would have been really good for us us but it is what it is and we still have it yeah. sitting there so you know you yeah. never know unreleased material no i'm just kidding um but when, they, when you're like yeah that's when that's the worst really, is yeah. when you have you have the exclusives just sitting there that you could just release whenever you feel like it but like we don't obviously don't want to be a threat and like not have get a future right. guest like come on and you know right because then it's also like our reputation on the line too where we're like like you said like oh are you the feds like right you know but you don't want that reputation. But what what did you guys end up doing? Did you just cut the timestamps or what we, did you we, do? We cut the timestamps and we put the episode out and it wasn't a good episode, quite frankly. Yeah. And, I, and I was frustrated, but it was one of those things where, and I think it's even more heightened given that it was the friend of a guy. Mm -hmm. Because 
I don't want to be the reason why this guy gets in trouble with his friend or has tension in his life. It's if it was the actual player, right. I could be like, you're a millionaire, dude, figure it out. Figure right? it out. But Go this get guy a was, just, I don't know. you know, yeah, you know, <laughs> like, like, yeah, exactly. Go into PR mode, like just circle the wagons, figure it out. But yeah, this is a, a regular guy basically. And he was, a, you know, he'd be a guest of the player. He'd come to games and stuff like that but he has a job and he has a life and yeah. to put him in that kind of situation where he would have at the very least tension between him and his friend at the most, maybe attention from people outside. Like mm-hmm. people were fans of the player. Like how dare you snitch on your boy or whatever. So we, we felt like, look, I don't want to put my guy in, in that kind of situation. And he's just a regular person. And we edited it out and it turned out to be trash. Yeah, that's the, that's the <laughs> frustrating okay, thing. That's is the like problem. The best juice is, is that, yeah, that's the best yeah. juice is the exclusives, right? And, and this is what I had to Dezo. Dezo. <laughs> That's the thing though, is I had to, the whole episode we're talking about that we ended up not putting out, I had to literally say to the publicist and the social media manager, this is a business. This is a company. This is not just something we do for fun. We put out content that we take pride in every single week. So if you're going to put that and it make it be an issue for us we're not putting it out and i i was like how do you not even like comprehend that situation of it being just yeah. well and the again, thing is i mean it's not i mean yeah i mean world doesn't revolve around us but however yeah like we did have a timeline with like releasing the episodes we scheduled it at this time for a certain reason because it's supposed to be put out by such and such date and so yeah it was a little bit frustrating for us because it's like oh well now we have to scratch one completely we took our time to even do that like she said she was emailing back and forth for over a month for that whole thing and then for them to be like cut this cut this cut this like you should have better prepared you were the pr you should have better prepared and the publicist was to not say specific call. things like no, the publicist was on the call. So that's what you guys literally gave them every opportunity. You gave them the heads up, the heads up uh, ahead just, of time, and they were there. Okay, yeah. so this is where I want to hear your opinion. So, do you think that it would have been correct for us to have released the episode after have gone through all that, or do you think like we needed to do some sort of like? I don't know, NDA, whatever, something signed saying like, once this is recorded, what's out is out. Like that is not in your control anymore. So option two, obviously sounds like a better one, but it's also like hindsight, right? I you, know. You think when you have a conversation with someone that it's understood and then you realize, then later on they change their mind. Like, honestly, I think I would, in the future, I would lean towards option two with especially guests that are presenting as very kind of skittish. You know, sometimes you have guests that are known to be talkers. These people talk and they don't care. They don't care. Right. Like I stand by everything I say. Right. And then there are people who are more measured and very cautious and jittery about, we, 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 I don't want it to sound like this or that. Living in a PC world. Right. Or not even that. Sometimes it's just living in a world where they, it's not even what they would say is not PC. It's that they would say something that would paint me in a way that, People think maybe now I'm, you know, uh, I don't care about this or I'm not, I don't care about, in my world, it's like athletes a lot of times care that people don't think that they don't care about the sport that much. They're like, mm. oh, you're just doing this for fun. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah, it depends. Yeah, for fun. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That was the start of it though, right? Like, <laughs> you started God. as a child who liked it for fun. Exactly. <laughs> but But the reality is like, if I record something and someone is like, absolutely not, there's a, 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 a risk reward analysis, right? Mm-hmm. Put this out. Is this going to make me 
one of the biggest podcasts in the world. Maybe at that point I'm like, all right, if it's <laughs> this episode is going to spike <laughs> for me, but then I'm going to probably go back down because you guys know how it goes. It doesn't go upwards. It usually goes like you're doing this and then it goes up and then you go back down and then you go up again. Yeah. And, and so I'm trying to manage these things to level up. But if, I, if I'm only leveling up momentarily, is it worth it for me to a burn this relationship, but also for future relationships? Cause you know, That's these, people, the thing these the PR future. people all talk, yeah. Oh, don't go on that podcast. Yeah. Uh, we told them this and that. And then, and the way they'll tell the story will always be, and negative towards you. It would never course. be that. It never be that. Hey, they told us ahead right. of time, and then we changed our mind. Of course, It'd be like they didn't. They even put let it us out. Like, they put it, it out. Yeah. And we told them not to, and so. That's another thing too. So speaking of Joe Rogan, because he's the best one, right? No, honestly, I'm not I hating honestly, on him at wait, all. But I mean, I have, again, he has clout because of his whole career. That's the reason why his freaking podcast is where it is too. But I'm not saying yeah. that he's not, he's a great interviewer. He asks great questions, but that's the thing with his podcast. And, and I know other ones too, is it's unfiltered. Like you're yes. going to get yeah. the dirt. And that's what I, that's what people love about it too. But then you're going to, if you have a good publicist, they're not going to put you on if you're worried about being politically correct. Right. And, and, and the same thing goes for uh, Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. The yes. Club, same thing. It used to be they would do things and people get upset. Yeah. And then they realize, yo, I went on this show and the numbers on social and on YouTube went crazy. Yeah. And now it's like, yeah, I want to be on Breakfast Club, even though they're going to ask me uncomfortable questions. But that's 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 I don't know, at least for me, I'd love to get to that place because that's that's the most interesting conversations, to be honest. If you be if you're being honest. Those are the most yeah. interesting conversations. If everybody's always holding back, which we do all, we have to all the time. I even have to. Raquel has to. Amin I'm, has I'm to. I'm doing it right now. Yeah, like we have yeah. Yeah. super <laughs> holding back. Dezo. Dezo. Drink some Dezo. No, it's because you're, yeah, you never know like what's going to end up biting you in the ass in the future, which is so frustrating, but that's the truth. I mean, yeah, you do have to protect your reputation. When does this I podcast mean, post? This is like in a couple weeks. weeks. Oh, come yeah. On. Why? I was going to give you guys an exclusive, but in two weeks, it'll already be out. Oh, I mean, what we is can swap it. it. So, Wait, what? we can put yeah. it out next week. Let's swap. So, all right. It doesn't matter. I'll, I'll say it. People will have fun or maybe they won't <laughs> care. I, so my podcast, Cinephobe, that I do with my buddy, Zach Harper, we watch movies that are poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes, right? Thirty <laughs> percent movies, twenty percent movies, and then we watch and try to figure out: is this really that bad, or did it not get like a fair shake, right? So, um, when we started this podcast, probably three years ago, it was at first we just want to watch these bad movies and laugh and make fun <laughs> of them. Right? Bad then we were we started thinking about what's the next level, right? The next level was guests, people who also watch these movies and remember them from their childhood and say, oh, that movie's great. And then they rewatch and like, oh, maybe not. So example, we, we reviewed the movie Armageddon a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. Ben Affleck. Okay. And everybody loves that movie, has great memories. And then I say to them, have you watched it recently? And they say, no. First of all, it's like two hours and 40 minutes long. It's super long. Is it right? that long? It's I forget. It's crazy long oh, and it's God. boring and nothing happens. <laughs> and all it has is that one song. Yeah, Aerosmith. Yeah, oh, yeah, so good. <laughs> yep. I'll and I miss you, man, whatever, right? So we started bringing on guests and they would talk about their memories and then we watched the movie and then they were like, yeah, it wasn't as good as we, we remember it to be. But we always had in our mind, one day we're going to get to a level where the guest is going to be someone who made the movie. 
either the mm. director or producer or the main actor or something or the writer. And we were going to ask him like this, you made this movie. It was terrible. What were you thinking? I would time? love to hear right? that though. Yeah. So See? that's good. That's calling them out on it though. And then really, actually but, hearing their, but like hearing yeah, their own commentary. Yeah. Because like, yeah. you know, you know, if you, if you did something, you know, you shitty. sucked. Yeah. Like, you know, that wasn't your best. Like, so this Friday, again, it's Friday, June 4th, I guess. Um, Levitard is doing a 24-hour show on YouTube, right? It's going to have all types of things from the Levitard universe, guests and everything, sports guests and and media guests and everything. And, and one of the people that's coming on is during my block where we're doing our podcast, a live version of our podcast mm. in this block, Cinephobe. We're getting Adam McKay. If you don't know who Adam McKay is, Adam McKay is a Hollywood producer, director, writer who gave you Talladega Nights, who gave you Step Brothers, Aww. who gave you, uh, yes. uh, what else has he done? Succession on HBO, he did that one. Um, the movie um, Dick that came, or is it Dick or what's it called? Veep? No, not Veep. It's a Dick Cheney movie that, that with, uh, okay. with Christian Bale that came out a couple of years ago. So this dude's a big, I mean, like he's a heavyweight. He's put out shows and, oh, yes. and movies that we've all seen and watched. And we're watching one of his movies and we're going to shit on it with yes. him. Yes. Oh him my God, that's amazing. Yes. And that's our first time doing it to someone who is responsible you, for making yes. the movie. Yeah, so you did, you did it. You yes. manifested The dream comes true on Friday. Wow. So by the time the listeners of your podcast listen to it, I might even, I might either have ex- exploded to like, oh, one of the biggest podcasts in the world or yeah, I'm out of business because uh, <laughs> I got sued I mean, by Adam McKay. If we put this out tomorrow, technically it's an exclusive. <laughs> technically, I mean, we can make it happen if we need to. It's all good. <laughs> cheers. Damn, cheers. 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 Dezo. Dezo. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. That's, that's so three years and then you finally got what you wanted. I mean, yeah. I mean, that was something that was always a goal. Dang. And now we're here. And, and, you know, I, I wonder I, how that's going to go. Are you excited? I am excited. Yeah. I am excited because. So which one are you going to watch? You're not going to watch all of them. No, we're watching a movie called, because that, again, it has to be poorly rated. <laughs> so obviously a lot of his movies are too good. Okay. Uh, so we're watching one called The Goods. Okay. Live Fast, Sell Hard or something like that. Okay. It came out in 2009. It has jeremy piven in it it has craig robinson it has a bunch of like comedic actors that you you know as soon as you see them you know who these people are because they're the people who are in anchorman they're the people yeah yeah, yeah, of course but the movie was just not good yeah (laughs) so we're gonna do this we're gonna watch it and he's gonna be there and we're gonna give him give him our critiques. It's a great concept though. Cause I remember even like back in the day when we used to have DVDs, yes, Gen Z, we had DVDs. <laughs> yes, when we, we when I'd watch those, a lot of them would have the commentary. Gen Z, let me tell you something. Oh, right? here we go. You might have right now a hard drive full of all your favorite movies. You know what? You may not even have a hard drive because nope. you're streaming everything, right? It's so you got Paramount Plus and you got, you know, everything, Disney Plus, whatever. Back in the day, if you wanted to show your clout, to the world when people came to your house you had to have this your rack. dvd collection all of these dvds alphabetically <laughs> organized you're like yes. oh oh did you want the director's cut edition i yes. have it here oh the regular one the theatrical i have it here and then like they were all you Damn, opened it up man. and it had to be those things in there and yep. at the bottom of the rack if you were a video game person was all the video games yep right yep yes Madden and NBA Live and all that stuff. I had all of it. Oh my god, that, yeah. that rack was like you know, the biggest display 
of power. If you had a little rag, you're like, <laughs> of power. No, I was like, power. who are you? Like, you got like seven movies. You had that one that was life size, like six, seven feet tall, and just brrr, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, it was glorious. That's yeah. Oh, that's this whole thing. Oh yeah, just nothing. Like you were flexing with it. This it's so thing. true. Yeah, I remember like. <laughs> no, it's crazy because even in those in the DVDs, when you go into like it would have like the commentary. Not everybody would do it, but they yes. do like their film commentary. Yep. So yeah, yeah, they'd have like the actors and sometimes the director, director and stuff yep. too. So they'd be doing the commentary, basically like right after the film comes out, right? Yeah. So it's fresh. They were probably passionate about it, but for it to be like years, like how many years ago did this movie come out? The one that you guys are going to do on Friday? 2009. Okay. So wow. for it to have been, oh, yeah, 12 years ago for you to go back and look like that. I love, I'm so obsessed with this concept. Yeah. Like yeah. for you to just basically be like, yeah, I kind of, it was, it was people, wasn't that here, great? <laughs> it was people here in Miami for Memorial Day weekend who were nine years old when this movie came out. That's nuts, man. And may have seen it. That might've been the first like R-rated movie they saw. And they're like, oh, that movie's great. But they haven't yeah. seen it again since. Yeah. And we're going to watch it. And I'm going to ask everybody to watch that movie with us. And yeah, yeah. And so, oh, not, no. Not as <laughs> good as I love that. Yeah. I mean, it's basically like us too, right? When you go back to like your first episode that you did on a podcast. Or if oh you go, my God. Don't or if you, go, you listen? Did you guys listen to your, your first episode? Not yet. Oh, don't, I don't do it. I'm telling you right now. Do it. Do it when you guys are like <laughs> sponsored uh, out the wazoo, where your whole <laughs> life is just basically sponsorship dollars. You feel very secure in yourself because I made the mistake of listening to episode one oh. and I was like, what are we doing? Oh, no. What are like, we doing this is here? Not it just, it. This is not what it. What's the worst thing about it? Give it like give us like one. The, like, sound, the sound quality. <laughs> oh, the worst oh, thing. Well, it sounded like. Don't even get me you know, started. I'm going to. To the listeners, this is exactly what it sounded like. It sounded like we were recording like this. Uh-oh. Oh. So we're doing our podcast. So I'm like, this far away. I don't even know if you guys can hear anything I'm saying, but this was the sound quality we were working with. Yeah, yeah, we had the same issue plus some too. So. Yeah, so so I couldn't even get I couldn't get a podcasting microphone because obviously everyone decided they wanted to start a podcast when we did. They were on back order. So I had my handheld microphone in a Red solo cup. <laughs> Even better. The the red echo, solo for real. Yeah, you you <laughs> you got me beat. Because uh, I, I, I did handheld too, but not <laughs> Oh my God. No, and honestly, it, it wasn't even her. It wasn't the mic so much because she had a great mic. Oh my God, are you okay? Don't choke over there. <laughs> no, she had a great, she has a great mic, but it was just picking up all the white noise. So it was just, yeah, it was, you could hear every cut that we made in the episode. Like it's just, yeah. I'm so sorry. Anyways, listeners. you live Thank and you, you learn, so you get upgrades. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you so yeah, much. No, we get, I hope you we upgraded over time. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. Seriously. I love that. And I love how Raquel's Raquel's drinking Tezzo too, because if you're not watching, she's drinking it too. I love it. And it's, and it's an amazing drink. It is tasty. It is pure. It is <laughs> so refreshing. I'm just going to cut like every sponsor, like ad that he's done in this episode. Just you, know, for that. you know, I can only describe Dezo with two words. What is that? Respectfully Ooh. wild. Yes. Oh! There. There. <laughs> yeah. The tagline, like we love it. Living or something. He knows what's up. Let, or a, something. Let me say this right now. First of all, you guys have a way cooler sponsor than I, I wish I had a sponsor as cool as this, right? But the other thing I like about your sponsor is <laughs> this is not, I'm not like, I love all of my sponsors, right? <laughs> and most of them do this, but some of them don't. They gave you the product. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
I hate when I get copy and they say, hey, share a personal experience. Like, I don't have your stuff. You want me to go buy your stuff so I can make this, you make your ad better? Like, either you yeah. tell me what to say or you give it to me. Let me try it. And then I'll, you know, have fun with it. So Manscaped, shout out to Manscaped. They sent us the, the groomers or whatever. And so when I speak about Manscaped, it comes from experience. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's because I know the quality of the product. I've used it. I know it intimately, right? Dezo is super cool, not because it's a great drink that is refreshing and also gives you the right amount of buzz, but because they sent you Dezo to try it. And, yeah, and they to, send us you know, Dezo every month. And, no, and share and share it with our friends too. Really? Yeah. yeah so I'm going to give you some before get, you leave. Yeah, can I get on the Dezo? Like, yeah, yeah, no, of course. I'm going to give you some before you leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I appreciate you for uh helping us out with the sponsor sponsor uh ad throughout this this whole episode i appreciate no, it and of French. course Dizzle. Dizzle. <laughs> Dizzle. <laughs> no, we have to send it we have to send this to them because they'll be very uh appreciative and excited for this for sure yeah they'll have be happy about it thank awesome. you but yes let's end on that note with this little buzz that we got going on <laughs> i really appreciate you for coming i'm glad that we were able to do it in person too because yeah. he comes like in and out he's actually based out of arizona i just found that out oh. earlier because i was like wait where do you actually like come from um yeah he flies in and out of miami all the time to do all this you know all his projects so i'm so glad that he's able to make it and that we got on this episode and yeah let's uh end it on that note cheers to that Cheers. Cheers one more time, Dezo. Cheers. And Mine's empty now. <laughs> yeah, his is empty. Here, I'm here. Crack that oh, one. A open. new one. Yeah, let's do Wait it. Another one. This one. This one, two, one's three. purely for the sponsor. Uh, oh man, uh, this is gonna sound good. It sounds so good. Sounds See, aren't you guys thirsty incredible. now? It, that, it's it. Everybody listening, you're thirsty. Go get some drinkdezo.com. Anyways, yes, make sure to listen to us. We're on every platform imaginable and I think counting at this point because there's yeah. new ones coming out every day. Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram. Follow us there, millennial underscore girls. My personal is at Natasha Salhi Amin. Where we can we find you? At Darth Amin, D-A-R-T-H-A-M-I-N. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram. Perfect. And, and Raquel, you can follow me at Raquel Goldie on literally every single platform. Easy. And where do we find all the podcasts? Like you have so many. So like, oh, where yeah. do we find you? Where do we listen to you? Look, I'm going to give you two to lock in. One <laughs> is Cinephobe, C-I-N-E-P-H-O-B-E. -E. That's wherever you get podcasts. It's a podcast where we review movies that are poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> and try to ascertain whether they are accurately poorly rated or maybe they didn't get a fair shake. Cinephobe, wherever you get podcasts. I've learned that one. I have it down yep. to a science. <laughs> Proud and of you. Then the other, thank you. And the other thing you can look out for is... Uh, the Lebitard show. So if you uh, follow Lebitard show, Lebitard and friends, any of those networks, any of those uh, feeds, again, wherever you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever it is, you'll find me there time to time. Cinephobe, you'll find me there every week. Yes, we love it. And of course, Woo! share this episode. If you want to support the podcast, anything that you guys do and share on social media helps us tremendously five-star rating, all that fun stuff. Yes. Subscribe, follow. Yes. So many things that you have to do. We put you to work, leave I know. Review, leave a review. <laughs> leave a review, five-star review. 
<laughs> five, five star five star rating, but review it and say, hey, didn't like that a mean guy or hey, he's fun. Bring him back on whatever you feel about me or this episode. Make sure you say in that review as you leave five stars. <laughs> as you leave five stars. Oh, Even if you hate having- me, still leave the five stars. <laughs> totally. I love having fellow radio media people on because it's just so refreshing and like it's great. And as we say here, guys, peace, love, and unicorns. Peace, love, and unicorns. Peace, love, and unicorns. Peace, peace, love, and unicorns. (laughs) And Dezo. And Dezo. Bye, guys. (laughs) 